0: Clock at five. Says so a prayer. Stop it, oh, Please. What a catch. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. The game's final play is a Wilson lock to the end zone, which is. One more by Tate with Jennings.
1: Simultaneous. Who has it? Who do they give it to? Touchdown. Touchdown! Touchdown.
0: Welcome to Simultaneous Catch. Hey there, everybody. So far away. From- We have enough sarcastic physical gestures during. The- we absolutely, <laughs> we absolutely do. What a fun week of football! It was really, really cool to sit down in the living room and just have three Watch. games on at once. That was pretty fun. It was more like six. That's true because we were switching back and forth on our t- on our computers. Well, a lot of
1: times we had multiple games up. It was a, it was a very busy. It was fun though. It was very fun. I'm sad that we're not going to experience that again for a Boys. handful of a weeks. Weeks. So. But you know, that's uh, the life we sign up for, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, anyways, my name's Josh Lapping. I'm Adam Jeffrey Rossi, and you didn't hear you listen to my friend's fortune. Well, you didn't play it. I
0: didn't know. I didn't. I I messed up. We mm-hmm. don't have to play it. I will just tell you what it is. Is that okay?
1: No, I want to hear the audio. So you want me to bring it up? Yeah,
0: it's right here. All right. I mean, I gotta like click. On our podcast. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm just stalling time right Remember now. Remember when I was
1: like, are you ready? And you said yes? I, well, I,
0: I I didn't realize that you meant like, are you ready to play the Friends Fortune?
1: That's how we start the show.
0: I know. I do want to give a shout out. Oh, doing shout outs here, not Friends
1: Fortune. Oh, goodness gracious. We're off to a great start here. Oh, oh I'm on the audio there. What is What is happening?
0: I Are can't you find in the right it. area? I can't find it.
1: All right, well, you already screwed this up, so you might as well tell me. You were bragging all weekend about close. how all this right, was so going to happen. And- I said that there were going to be five
0: games that were within three points or less. Oh. There were three games. So, and I was upset because there were other games that were very close to that. So the Lions and the Eagles was 27-24. The Falcons-Colts was 27-24. And the... Giants-Bucks was 32, or 32-31. But there were games like the 49ers-Steelers, that that was a four-point game. That was pretty close. Uh, Ram, I mean, Rams-Browns was one was a touchdown. Chiefs-Ravens was a, uh, Chiefs, a five-point game. bills Bengals was a four-point game. So some of them were closer, but I said five games would be.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested to find out the, the spread on that throughout the... Uh... Throughout the year, right now, I mean, I think it's still early. I feel like that's more the norm than than usual. I don't Culture think. Closer games. Yeah, I don't. I can't really okay, think too often. I, I to don't f- really think there's large increments. Maybe like ten points, right. but never really.
0: I tried to find. I tried to find. I couldn't find anything because I do say in the fortune. I was like, I don't know. if There's an NFL record on this or anything. But I, I can't remember five games coming down to a field goal. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I
1: like that. Well, so, you're yeah, close. I, I commend you for that. I was so All mad. weekend, you were like freaking out about it. And I had no well, idea what you were doing.
0: Two of the early games got it because of the, the Falcons Colts game and then the Lions Eagles game were both there. And I was like, oh, this is great. Because I, I, thought, I thought one of the primetime games would get to it.
1: Okay. I,
0: I felt confident about that. I thought it was going to be Rams Browns. Um, so I got two. I was like, "All right, I just need
1: two more in the second part, and we'll get and I'll get it." But it did not happen. So well, I, I throw some propsy for that one. I, I, I commend that. So I feel pretty confident about my of this week. Though. All right. Well, yeah. I feel like you don't really ever go into being like this is going to fail epically. As long as it's not
0: about, uh, as long as it's not about the bills. Yeah, and those <laughs>
1: those have been some pretty big failures. Should we pull up the Nathan Peterman? <sighs> Prediction. That was our first that was our first that prediction. First fortune. Yeah. That audio will live in infamy. That was one of my favorites. Compared with three touchdowns to win. Was it yep. only three touchdowns? Yep. Wow. That was, that's bad. <laughs> I mean looking at it now it's bad, but I thought it was like four in a route. I remember in a route. I did say in a route. Anyway. So now we're on to week four. Week four. Week four. We're a quarter of the way through. Football season goes so quickly. It does. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I have that. That's,
0: that's part of one of my cold reads. Oh. Yeah. So, All right. So no, now we warmed it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's do some Rant Rave Recall. Do you have a Rant Rave Recall?
1: I do. I have a, a recall. Ooh of something that I really didn't even say that boldly. Okay. And it was it was from last week's episode when we were talking on the phone and I really commended Todd Bowles. And and this is <laughs> probably this is an overreaction okay. for for most parts in in, in okay. meetings, but I'm going to recall a little bit mm-hmm. because I have been all over Tampa Bay's coaching staff thinking they're it's just a really great group of people. Mm-hmm. Smart guys. Bruce yeah. Arians, head coach. Byron right. Leftwich, offensive coordinator. Todd Bulls, defensive coordinator. Those yeah. are some great football minds. But my goodness, they are making some awful, awful decisions <laughs> going on uh, in Tampa Bay. And I don't really understand why. I don't understand this whole delay of game thing. We're going to move it back. To Let the kicker because he's better from far away. That just I mean, there are, so,
0: there are some people who say that giving the extra space for it is fine. But yeah,
1: but he would have made it. <laughs> he, if they were where they were when they took the penalty, it would have been. Obviously, you don't know how the kick's going to go, yeah. but if the trajectory that that kick went, those extra yards mattered. Right. right. And I think about uh, was it last week or was it two weeks ago when they had the double timeout call and Bruce Arians like that doesn't that didn't work? Obviously, that's not allowed. I think it was two weeks ago. I don't think that was against the Giants. I don't know. Yeah. And I just don't really understand. There's a heck of a lot of knowledge in, in those core group of those three. And obviously they have a lot of other staff members. It's not just those three. But my goodness, they are they are not making right decisions right now and looking very good. I believe in those guys, but right now, like I threw some major props out of Todd Bowles mm-hmm. about how I thought their defense was going to come mm-hmm. out and have a really great game after the great game they had in Week 2. It was Week 2 because it was the primetime game when they mm-hmm. did the double timeout. Remembering that now because I have an image in my mind. And uh, they got sliced up, so gotta got to give some props to Daniel Jones in his first yeah. start. That was amazing and mm-hmm. good for Giants fans, and we'll yeah. talk a little bit about that, I'm sure. But, ooh, goodness gracious, yeah, recalling right. that a little bit. That was – I remember
0: that – was, that was one of the more exciting endings because I remember – Oh, it was such they, fun. They were down by 10 and then they scored and then he came back. And I remember it was fourth and five and he ran it up and I jumped up and was like, Daniel Jones. And then they scored. But then he hit Mike Evans, James Winston did a huge play. And I was like, Jesus, yeah. crow. They're going to win this game.
1: Ugh, rough. And rough, believe me, there's, there's nobody that's happier – that's not true – for Daniel Jones than me. When he was drafted and everybody was crying yeah. crying out loud about how it was an awful thing, I was like, hang on, let's, this is not awful. Right. I, I, I went to the bat about that. Yeah. And, and I could go on a, a mini rant about that, but I'll, I'll hold back right now. So. sure? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get two. I only get one a week. So. Okay. All right.
0: All
1: right. Well, I have a rave. Two weeks in a row, I have a rave. I'd like
0: to rant about the San Francisco 49ers for a second. Okay. I think that, I think that too many people are going to look at the game they had, the five turnovers they had, and say, oh, they're pretenders. They were just playing the Steelers. But it takes a very good team to overcome five turnovers and still win a game against any team in the NFL. Well, we saw that statistic. I don't think it had been done, had it? It had not been done, ever. So, I... Just some of the stuff. They opened the season 3-0 for the first time since 1998. Wow. They won their... Home opener for the first time since 2016, it, which is, ironically, this was Shanahan's first game as a head coach. They won 28 nothing against the Rams on, I believe it was Monday Night Football.
1: I remember Carlos
0: Hyde ran. Carlos Hyde had the four crazy. touchdowns, yeah. Uh, San Francisco's now 2-0 against the AFC North this season, so they still have the Browns and the Ravens on the schedule, but they beat the Bengals and the Steelers, obviously. Okay. They're 12-10 and overall against the Steelers now. A 6-5 record at home. They've now won three straight home games against Pittsburgh, which is cool. So their offense in this game totaled 436 yards, 168 rushing, 268 passing. With 572 net yards, the offense amassed in week two against the Bengals. It marked the first time in 49, uh, their 49ers offense had over 430 yards in consecutive weeks since 2003. So, you're throwing a lot of stats at us. Yeah, I, I brought up all these sets because well, a lot of this is really cool. Defensive nuts. And this is what I want to get to is that this 49ers defense kept them in the game. Oh, absolutely. And it was awesome. So, the 49ers now have five interceptions of the season, which is the most by the team in weeks one to three since 2011. So, again, this is this is like great numbers. San Francisco limited Pittsburgh's running backs to 79 yards on the ground, which is the second straight week the team has done that, held an opponent under 80 yards rushing. Uh, they held the Steelers to 3-12 and 12 on third down, and that is huge. That They were they were having these turnovers, and Pittsburgh could not capitalize because the third down defense of the 49ers was incredible. Absolutely. Uh, so then entering the Week 3 Monday night contest, uh, so this is after all the games, the 49ers ranked second in the NFL in total yards allowed per game. So I don't know if that changed after Monday night. Um, I, I don't know if the Bears... Were part of that equation, if not. But again, they were they're up there. Um so the San Francisco 49ers now have seven t- takeaways on the season, and they have 32 points off of those turnovers. That's second in the NFL only to the Vikings who so have 34 off of six turnovers. So again, they had five turnovers in the first half I don't know if it was in the first half or in the whole game. I think it may have been in the first half.
1: It was in I know it was at least four in the first half. Right.
0: So So they were just, their offense could not do a thing. And the defense bailed them out time and time again. And then in the second half, Jimmy G turned it on, including the game-winning drive, throwing the touchdown to Dante Pettis. It was awesome. And I just, I would love to rave about, I know that threw a lot of stats out there, but I think that a lot of them are important in the -the tell-the-tale of the 24-20 victory. And now they're 3-0. They get to sit at home, rest up a little bit more. And come out swinging again in week five. Yeah. Now they have... In week five, excuse me, they have that Monday night contest against Cleveland. It is at home, but that will be a huge test. Um, At home, Monday night against the Browns. So, that's my rant. Is
1: it a huge test? Uh, I don't know. I'm not so uh, sure. I, th- I
0: think they're a very good team. I just think they need to, need to get some things things figured out, like any other team does. But... Uh, you're to
1: Cleveland when you say that?
0: Yes but again i mean you know if my i did i do predict that the 49ers will win this division so we'll see what happens when they face some some tougher
1: content. Okay, they uh, have not faced somebody in the division yet so Man, no. still a lot a lot of That's still ways to, to still go the
0: i believe they play the rams in 2 weeks yeah.
1: going to be exciting going to be exciting all right. That was good. I, yeah. I appreciate You threw a lot of uh, knowledge out at us. That was a little overwhelming. Sometimes I feel I... I feel so like, oh my gosh, like I got to be writing all this down. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get quizzed. That's all right. So. Good stuff. Transitioning to our next segment. Next
0: segment. We're, hard, we're not going to do that anymore. I don't know.
1: Did you do that last yeah. week? when uh, no, I didn't know just... where you were
0: going. <laughs> 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 anyway. Let's uh, recap Thursday Night Football,
1: man. Let's talk about it. it. was game. a It was a great game. A, it was lot, a lot of, of fun. It
0: was. We, it was. We had a good time. We went to Otis 12, which we did. Adam fell in love, but what else is new? Yeah, well.
1: Um, it's okay. She's Found out good. some things about Adam that are a little alarming, but it's okay. Alarming. <laughs> yeah, do you not remember? Yeah, it's okay. We'll talk about we it <laughs> <laughs> Get into that um, later.
0: But yeah, Jordan Howard, two touchdowns. Was Actually, it only two? Yeah, he had, a, he had a rushing and a receiving. Oh, I thought yeah. he had three. You know, oh, he did because he had two. Yeah, he had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving. You're I right. Say it was only touchdowns.
1: Alshon was the only other counted touchdown for them. Dallas Carter did catch. A oh touchdown. yes, yes, okay. But so you know,
0: awesome. Um, and yeah. obviously, Nigel Bradham ruins the party again. I still, I think that I know that Philly won and they played a great game. They really did. But Green Bay was right there. They had Aaron Rodgers and he threw a good pass to Marquez Valdez Scantling. Just a good play made by the defensive back, and then Nigel Bradham, Johnny on the spot
1: to seal the game. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't really, you have to give a major tip to the defense of the Eagles there. They mm-hmm. they made the opportunity. I mean, it was not a bad pass by Aaron Rodgers, I and mean, right. he hit the receiver, but with a bang-bang play like that, it is very, very possible, and it did happen, that it's going to fly up, it's going to... The bang bang from the defender is going to force it up, and then there's three other eagles in the vicinity. Yeah, they were and just all right you know, there. he was able to track the ball well. And I came. said it looked eerily similar
0: to the Malcolm Butler play. It is very. It was very.
1: Last. I mean, it was more the defensive back wasn't able. He didn't undercut it the way that Malcolm right, Butler did, side. but he hit the receiver bang bang, which yeah, popped it up instead of the undercutting side. the route. Yeah. So regardless, but it was very very similar. I, I agree with you with saying that. But it was a great game, and you know. Um, I didn't say to the time because I obviously was rooting for the Packers, but right, right. before that was was the injury to Devonte Maddox. I haven't Devonte Adams. Devonte Maddox. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh! Sorry
1: for the Eagles. Well, Devonte Adams got hurt as well, that's but I, that, I, wasn't, that's that wasn't that wasn't right saying. before that. They didn't drive the ball down. That was the previous drive that he was got hurt. Got you. But yeah, it was the big scene where they came out, and the entire Eagles team came out to to stand as their their team member was uh, getting carted off, and there was a it was an interesting play, and it was it was scary because I, a lot of attention went to him as as with a serious injury should, but I really didn't see anything, and I, I don't pretend to be a doctor, but it didn't seem like there was a collision that that had that great of an impact, so I was really alarmed and confused when watching that, So, but I was glad that the team really just rallied for a fallen member who had been picked yeah. on really all night, and yeah. I just, I mean it's disappointing for Packers fans, especially with with it being a turnover I was hoping that they would have scored the touchdown and then lost in overtime that's how I would have oh. hoped it would have gone not such a yeah. dramatic or I guess in some ways heartbreaking I don't know, I guess you can right. define that however you want to, but I was glad uh, that... It's Avante
0: Maddox, by the way. I, oh, I just, sorry. Looked it, no, I just looked it up to make... I wanted to give a status update, and it said that he's moving in all of his extremities. Well, that's uh, good. He, so he's okay, and he did tweet today. He said, everything's well. Thank you. Well, good. So I just wanted to update that.
1: That's so, good. That's good to know. But yeah, I and mean, it was a great game, and that was something I think really important for the league, because we haven't seen, for the first quarter, good Thursday night football and I think that was something Depending that we needed you. to, well, um, yeah, majority of people, I think, that aren't, Adam Rossi <laughs> would think that. I thought the first game was fun. Uh,
0: I thought the first game was exciting. I, I liked last week's, oh no, wait. I mean, I liked last week's because I was rooting for Tennessee, but I liked the week before, too, when when the, the, the Buccaneers and the Panthers. I thought that was a pretty good game.
1: Why? Nobody did anything. Or was the game that Cam Newton couldn't do anything? I mean, he
0: threw for over 300 yards. Okay.
1: I mean, it's something. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, I think a majority of America would agree that we have not had a great Thursday night football game yet. Okay. And then this this came out this two teams that uh, were playing for a lot produced ruins
0: mm. my 7-0 prediction of Green Bay Packers. Sure I'm does.
1: A little upset about that. You know, they tried, it's and I bad. think it's 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 important and telling. So I have a lot of things to take away from that game. Not a lot of things. Yeah. It was encouraging to see the offense coming to life, obviously. 422 yards from Rodgers, two touchdowns. It was exciting to see him uh, having a little more command of the offense, in my opinion, and Mm -hmm. and some things gelling. And I expected this. We Mm -hmm. talked about it uh, earlier on in the season. I said I don't have high expectations for this offense coming and and starting out hot. I just don't, and they haven't. And this is the first time I feel like they put together a full game. And yeah. that was encouraging to see. Because similar to how you talked about Nagy last year, he was very good with the first couple of drives of having a play script. And we've seen that, especially in weeks two and three from Green Bay, where yeah. they'd come out super hot and then they would stall. Yeah, That didn't happen uh, this week. I feel like that was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to take away uh, and, and talk about was I feel like people have been so low on, on Green Bay's run defense. Mm-hmm. And up until last night, I was really opposed to all of those reports. They've done a really great job, all things considered. So if you took away... I don't have all the statistics right in front of I me. I do. Okay, do well, you do you want wanna, to...
0: Do you want me to give them?
1: Well, I... Is this taking before last night or... Oh, no, no, no.
0: no. Was, so I before
1: last before last night, Okay. if you take away Dalvin Cook's broken touchdown run, Okay. they were allowing under four yards a carry. That's okay. pretty good.
0: That's, that is So good.
1: that large touchdown run yeah. skewed those statistics. You that's take fair. that away, they're doing pretty well. So I was like, guys, like back off a little bit. That's fair. But last night, there's no excuse. They got gashed yeah, and gashed gonna,
0: badly. I was going to say Jordan Howard had 87 yards on 15 carries. That's about six yards a carry. Miles Sanders had 72 yards on 11 carries, which is six and a half yards a yeah, carry. Yeah, well, that's, so, Sanders has been doing that all year. Yeah. Give him the ball more. I know Jordan Howard scored three times, but give Miles Sanders the ball. Fantasy football rants. Anyway, yeah, I mean, the the Eagles r- running came to life. And the Eagles have struggled on the ground this year. I know that I know that Sanders has been good in spurts, but they haven't really given the ball a lot. And that was one of the stories coming into the game is that Philly needed to find the run game, and they did. And it helped Carson Wentz. He only threw for 160 yards, but he had three, touchdown, to. three touchdowns and no picks. They moved the ball through the ground, and then obviously Jordan Howard capped off two of the drives, but then... Uh, Carson Wentz through three touchdowns with three different receivers. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it was great. Um, it was great to see. And again, obviously, Philly is still my pick to win the division. I think that this was a get right kind of game for them. Okay. And and I again, I they were my, my pick, and I'm sticking with it. I'm not changing it in, unless there's a, a recall session in a couple weeks. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was super exciting. It was fun. I know we joked that we had never sat through a whole one at minus twelve. Last year, no, we we're going to do it tonight. We did, it was fun. And there was a moment where I was like, This goes to overtime. Are you guys going to kick us out? She's like, No, we'll let you guys finish the game. It's close. It was real <laughs> close.
1: A lot of fun, though. It was yeah. good to see. And I mean, obviously, disappointing as a Packers fan. But I was talking last night, and I think one of the biggest things, and I, I think this is different for everybody, I mean, not to single you out, but I know yeah. like you get down when when your team loses. I do. There's an element of me that does that as well, but beyond being a Packers fan or or a Dolphins fan, I'm a fan of football. Right. I would always rather see a really good game, and even if my team's on the losing end, at least I had fun watching football. Yeah, and I like to think, obviously, I do get very down, but it's
0: obviously... A lot easier to, to to I don't want to say move on from it, but be okay with loss when you put up such a great fight. You know sure, I mean? yeah, absolutely. So so even though I will like will like if we lose this weekend to the Patriots by forty, I'm gonna be depressed. Well, yeah, and that, yeah, absolutely. But if we lose on a on a last second drive by Tom Brady, I'll be upset. But I'll look at that and be like, see, we you know what I mean? We we're good enough. We're a good team. We just lost to another very good team. Absolutely. And I'm okay with. I mean, I'll be sad still, but. I will it's not mean. leave my room for a week if we lose by forty. <laughs> it's
1: gonna Regardless. be a fascinating game. Yeah. Anything it's else really is
0: say about this Thursday night game before we
1: move on? Well, obviously we need to talk about Adams. I think. Oh, that's true. I, so yeah. I didn't.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up right now. If you want to start talking about it, I just want to see if you know. Do you know more information about? Well, I don't
1: think it's been confirmed, but he, he speculates he has turf toe. Okay, that's what I'm looking at right. now. And so that can mean a, a lot of different things. I think turf toe is a very um, I'm trying to think of a word for mysterious. I think people outside the sports world, I mean, like when I hear the word turf toe, I'm like, what is turf toe? I mean, he had a hell of a game. Oh, he had a one of the career best, high yeah, I think one of the, it didn't translate to touchdowns, which right. would, if he did, he would have, that would have cemented, I think, best game of his career, probably. Oh, without a doubt. But I mean, yeah, what did, what did he have? He had 10 catches, 180, 180 yards, and he was just, they went into the game saying they needed to get him more involved. He had four targets uh, in week three, four targets in week one. He did rebound in week two a little bit, but I think it was a huge thing about LaFleur and Rodgers both wanted to get one of their best playmakers involved. And they did. And, and they, they definitely win. did. So, But now we have to see what's going on with, with this injury and what yeah. that means to that that offense.
0: Everything I'm looking at right now is saying that today he's been – he went to go see a foot specialist to to confirm or deny whether whatever it is.
1: Sure. So let's just give a, a simple definition of what turf toe is because, like I said, I think that is just I hear that and I'm like, what what the heck is turf toe? So it is a sprain in the main joint of the big toe. So and you did see that when he he went down, and that's why I think it's such an odd. Injury because like he sit there he sat there after it happened and like he doesn't look like he's in pain and he just like is he's touching his foot and so he's playing though with that big toe yeah. and but afterwards he was talking about I I saw a post game interview and like he's he's holding his shoe he's like I it hurts too much I can't put this on
0: and I think I do think that there's a level of adrenaline running through your body right after it happens so that he can move it around and, and like see if it's okay. But the second that you stop and you stiffen up, sort of deal, I'm sure it, the pain really came in then. Absolutely. But but again, we we it's it's an injury that's hard to give a timetable for too because we've seen guys, you know, lose a
1: a bunch of games, right? To it. And also some guys have only been out a game or two and then been right back so but more likely than not Devonte adams if this is what it is i think it probably is more significant than not because if it wasn't i think he would have been in there in a very key moment i agree i think he's looking at missing some time i agree so what does that mean i'm going to turn this over this will be the last thing we talk about this game what does this mean for this offense i'm going to turn it over to you for a running back guy what's going yeah. on with aaron jones he uh, had a great week two against minnesota has not been great thus far, and for the guy that's been yelling, "Free Aaron Jones," tell me about him. What's going on? I think Aaron Jones is fine. I think that
0: I think that Philly uh, has a lot of defensive talent on their front seven, a lot, and I think that last night was just an Aaron Rodgers game. I, you know what I mean? I he he got. 13 carries, and it was only 21 yards. He did score the touchdown, uh, but he also did catch six balls for 40 yards. So I think that, especially with the injury to Jamal Williams, another big injury that, that hurts because they he, he started off pretty well too this year. Yeah. Um. I just I – think, I think that Aaron Jones is going to be okay. I think there was just a tough night on Thursday, and I think that they just decided – you know, once they started to go, and then it was going to be an Aaron Rodgers game, and Aaron Rodgers was going to throw them into that game, and he did. So, I, I just, I, I don't
1: know. i I think I'm just this, saying, I'm a little bit weary. I'm honestly, this will be, this is the third game that he's averaged three yards a carry or less. Okay. That's not good. Okay. That is not good. Yeah. So... Obviously, we've seen the the boom potential, and we saw it last yeah. year, and we saw it against Minnesota, another yeah. really great defense. And let's not discredit any of the defenses that Green Bay's played thus far. Tough defenses. But right now, the only thing that I think has been salvaging yeah. Aaron Jones is that he's been scoring touchdowns. If that wasn't happening, I think a lot more people would be calling for his head. Yeah. But I think it is alarming, especially if Jamal Williams is out for... Some some time left we'll to see what's going to go on with that that back. Yeah, I'm looking at
0: it, and they don't really have a lot of updates right now. The, the biggest update is that people think that Derek Horn actually should be suspended for the hit. Uh, that came very very late.
1: It was late, <laughs> and, but the NFLs already come out and said they're not going to. So. Yeah. So, but I don't think know. it was malicious. It was just extremely no, necessary. Yeah. I don't think he was like, oh, I'm going to
0: hurt you. He was just like, oh, you know what I mean. Right. But I I think that. I mean, they, they play Dallas next week, so that doesn't get easier in terms of trying to run the football because they have a great front seven as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really Aaron Jones or busted with, with Jamal Williams out, so he's going to continue to get the, the opportunities until they either find a better option or he proves it. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not worried yet. Okay. yet. I, I, I have yet to see... Uh, and obviously, we watched the game last night, and I've watched most of Aaron Jones' snaps, being owning him in a very important fantasy league. I have yet <laughs> to see, I have yet to see a run where I look at it and say, I don't understand why he chose that hole, or I don't see him trying hard enough. Most of the plays that I see where he gets dropped, it's oh, that was a great tackle by the linebacker, or I didn't look like it was blocked very well. I, I really, and again, I'm not. Really, just trying to make excuses for him. I just really, sure. I just really haven't seen a game where I thought, hmm, maybe Aaron Jones doesn't have it. All right. So, so we'll see what happens.
1: A lot. We will learn a lot the the following weeks. Yep. Now we talked about Aaron Jones. Let's uh, do a little transition to another running back. It's this is pretty big back. breaking news. And in some ways, obviously, Melvin Gordon has ended his holdout after 62 days off of football. The breaking news. I mean, we've known that he's been back with with the team since Thursday. The breaking news is he very well could suit up and play against and the. And I, I offense.
0: literally just pulled this up because earlier they said he wasn't going to play, and now this is like forty minutes ago. It says he has a chance to play. Yeah, and I think part of that is because of the injury to Justin Jackson, their other running back. Sure, and, you know they don't want to run Austin Eckler in the ground, but wouldn't it be? I, I mean. It, We'll we'll see what happens and uh, I mean I might play him in my fantasy leagues if they if he plays against the Dolphins this weekend. I but say, well
1: th- that's the thing is uh in one of our two leagues that we're going against each other I have that was the one where I auto selected Melvin Gordon. Oh yeah. Definitely thinking about sliding him Ooh. in. So it could be could <laughs> I be an another, awful decision. But another
0: fun thing is we found out that he switched his number back to his old college, number twenty five. Yeah, I didn't I didn't none just, of us knew that. And didn't it's even funny realize that's something that we like. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something we would know. Like, "Ah, yeah, he's going back to his own college. (laughs) Well, then again, I mean, how would we have known that? He's been back for two days. It's true. It's true. But we saw the the, uh, video of him at practice yesterday. And, I mean, I hope he plays. I mean, they said that – they did say – I was watching NFL Network this morning and they said that one of the big things most of the people in the locker room said is that he came back in excellent shape and that he was – you know, obviously that – obviously, you know – Foot football condition is different than good condition, right? Absolutely. But I think that I think that he'll be okay to step in. I think that as long as you know he, because Anthony Lynn did say the big thing he was worried about was his stamina, something like that. And and what's sorry, excuse me. And what's really important was They pushed it pretty well. Though. They lost the game last week against the Texans. When they were up 17, yeah, and they couldn't put the game away because as good and talented as Austin Eckler is, he's not a put it away kind of back. Absolutely, and that that's what they missed in that game. They needed Melvin Gordon to put that game away. So, I mean, knock on wood, I I wouldn't think that they will have trouble with that against Miami, although it is in Miami and there's a lot of injuries happening because Mike Williams is also out and everybody, Travis out. Benjamin's out and there's a defensive player that I can't remember right now out. <gasps> So, I mean, I'm not picking the Dolphins to win, but you might want to put a little money on them to cover the spread. It's 14.5 points. It might be a close, get closer game.
1: They absolutely could. And there is a, a big thing about Miami has always played the Chargers very, very well. Even when they've gone out to Los Angeles or San Diego when I think right. the last time they actually went out there. Right. But, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating game to watch, especially with all of those – key players I Mm -hmm. mean they're they're getting down to their Virgil Green's another player that's out that's their number two tight end so they're gonna be using their number three tight end Mm -hmm. and so gonna be a big Keenan Allen day which is not good for the league that we're playing in because you have Keenan Allen against me which Mm -hmm. makes me really sad because I love him but Yeah. yeah so do you feel though with all these injuries kind of transitioning this this talk Mm -hmm. into something a little bit else, do you feel like this is similar to remember the game last year between the Vikings and the Bills where they decided to not play Dalvin Cook because they thought the Bills weren't going to be a challenge? Do you feel like L.A. is overlooking the Dolphins a little bit? Is it one of those situations? I don't want to emphatically say no,
0: but I'm still going to say no. Okay. I, with all due respect to the Miami Dolphins... And understanding that we're using my team as the example, I think the Bills are where the Bills were last year was already better than the Dolphins are this year. Oh, I agree. So I, I think that while I do expect LA to slip up a little, I expected I expect Miami to cover the spread. Okay, the fourteen and a half points. I I, ex, I, I expect that, which is crazy that they're fourteen and a half points. Home underdog. Yeah, well, you know it's been but, uh, that kind of year. Right, I know, but again, i ex- I expect it to be that kind of game. But I don't think the Chargers are going to lose. I think that they'll find a way to win. Very empty, uh, shorthanded, uh, and then they'll get they'll get it going. I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to look up right now when their bye week is because they could certainly use it coming up very soon. I think it's pretty late. I, I was going to say, yeah, their bye week's week twelve. Wait, is it? Pretty sure it's late, like that. Yeah, I think it is late. Um, so, but the they really, they really could use, could use some help. So, so we'll see what happens. But I think they'll win. I do think they'll still win.
1: Obviously, every team can always use their bye week, uh, yeah. any time of the season. But I do feel like this is not an instance where they need the bye week. Mm-hmm. I think this is we're not afraid of this team. So you guys rest up. And we are gonna need you later down the road, so mm-hmm. don't risk making something worse when we don't need to. And I, I agree with you. I wasn't meaning to be like, "Oh yeah, Buffalo," but I think this is definitely is this is a team that LA's sleeping on. Not that bit. it's going to burn them a little bit, but they're resting these guys because they don't feel they need the guys. Right. So, and we'll see what
0: happens. Again, I. I know they got Dontrell Inman back at receiver, and they're going to have Keenan Allen. Hopefully, dear God, please don't get hurt, Keenan Allen.
1: Maybe they'll say Keenan Allen, but
0: help your fantasy team.
1: Uh, but yeah, so
0: I, I again, I expect him to win. I just don't expect it to be as big as it probably would have been. I hope Melvin Gordon plays. I I'd, I'd like to see him play. I, I enjoy watching him run the football.
1: I think in a in a big way. Again, like you said, all, all respect to the Miami Dolphins, and obviously I'll never be anywhere close to a professional football player, but this is the team that people are like, they shouldn't be in the league, which is, I hate. Ridiculous. That's garbage. It's ridiculous. But this could really be looked at as a preseason game for Melvin Gordon. <laughs> no one, I don't think they're going to go out and try to kill Melvin Gordon. I think it's going to be, let's it's work scary. you yeah. into no. game flow. Yeah, I, I, I. all due respect to the Dolphins, it's not a bad game to do it. Absolutely. So, tank for two, I'm all for it. I'm behind it. See what happens though. Anything all else we want to talk about before we get some cold reads? Let's, uh, yeah, we can, let's dive into cold readings. Let's dive into
0: cold reads. So, I have, I'm going to go first. Is that okay? Sure. If you want to go first. No, that's all right. Okay. So, found this cool little stat here. I'm going to give you five teams and you can't pick the Bills, by the way. But they're on this list. Okay. So this is in the first three weeks, strength of schedule. The teams that the Seahawks have played are 2 and 7. The teams that the Cowboys have played are 1 and 7. The teams that the 49ers have played are 1 and 8. The Bills are 1 and 8. And the teams that the Patriots have played are 0 and 9. I don't I'm trying to think of how I want to frame this question. I want because I, I want you to talk about I want you to talk about. Which 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 of these teams? I don't want you to say. I don't want you to say the Bills because I think that's just an easy answer, and I don't. I, it <laughs> It'll hurt me if you say the Bills are, are pretenders. But, but but which one of these teams are you really look at and they are really concerned and questioning? Are they really as good as they are? Because these are all three and zero, and and I think the Seahawks are two and one, and two and one teams. So they're they're all started off really hot. Um, but, but which which of these teams are are you most worried about not not being for real?
1: Well, that's a fascinating question because all of them, under those qualifications, come with question marks. Correct. I don't know. I this is I. I want to say the Bills and the Patriots were both separate reasons, and that's something that okay. I was very fascinated about talking Uh-oh. with you okay. and when well, then, we when we were talking yeah. about it because this is I'm really excited for this game mm-hmm. because we are going to be seeing two strengths come together to yeah. kind of meet, kind of clash mm-hmm. where we haven't seen them against their respective opponents yet. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing has been New England's defense hasn't allowed a defensive touchdown yet. Well, they haven't played a great offense yet. Right. And Buffalo's defense has been very vaunted and I, you know I respect them more than, and I agree, I think they're very undervalued and not talked about enough but they haven't gone up against a great offense yet. Right. So this is going to see which one of those is going to give. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this game might not even give us that answer necessarily. I think this could be a very close game, but I talked to you last night. Yeah. I don't necessarily see this being the 14 to 10 or a mm-hmm. 21 to 18. I think this okay. is going to get into the 20s. Okay. I think it's going to be a really great test for both teams moving okay. forward. And so I'm very excited. So those two teams definitely jump out to me for those reasons. Um, Dallas is another great example, and we're going to learn a lot moving forward. I really am disappointed that Drew Brees won't be playing. That would have been so exciting. I think it's still going to be a fun game. I think Teddy is going to continue developing as he has more time. Being in the Dome, I think, is going to be huge. But I think it's not going to be the greatest challenge for Dallas yet because of that. But I definitely feel everyone saying, 3-0, 3-0, America's team, Super Bowl bound, that needs to pump the brakes on that right, right. now. We just haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen that. The, the challenge yet. Mm-hmm. It's great to be 3-0. It's great to go undefeated in the season, but until you mm-hmm. get to the playoffs and are able to go up against that higher competition and those key pressure moments, which there hasn't been mm-hmm. yet for, for these teams... Seattle is a little alarming for for certain reasons. I mean, they gave Ooh. up a ton of yardage against against Cincy in Week One. I think they were just on some bad breaks against yeah. against New Orleans. But I I really commend Russell for trying his best, having a great game. Yeah, in really all three games. So yeah, I just really didn't answer one specific thing. I said oh, okay it's that, in for that's, all of that's them. Good.
0: No, that's good. I like that. I liked it a lot. <laughs> My second cold read, and we saw this kind of go across the ticker at the bottom of the screen last night that the yeah. NFL is, is possibly looking towards nixing the preseason in some way, either entirely or, or, or and, and adding, making a 17-game season. And there's another thing is that uh, Jerry Jones spoke a couple hours ago with, with the press, and he said that it is an item of negotiation, so they are talking about it, bringing yeah. it up. But another thing that they're talking about is maybe also adding postseason games as well and expanding the playoff picture. So, kind of with all of that, not not I'm not going to ask a very pointed question because like, you could talk about whenever you could dive into that, whatever aspect lot. of it that you would like. But how what were your initial thoughts on on this?
1: Well, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I'm not the biggest supporter of preseason football right. at least at four games I think right. I think a month of preseason football is, is, is too much mm-hmm. I do believe expanding the regular what I would like to see in an ideal world this is my opinion people could say I'm, I'm dumb or that's garbage I would like to see the regular season expanded maybe to 18 games but okay. I want to see a second bye week added I think each okay. team should have two bye weeks and okay. that I think uh, in in I guess it would be off-season football, not technically calling it preseason. I think you could see some more scrimmages, teams getting together to just work things out, not against their own head coaches. If preseason games are limited or
0: gone, there are going to be more scrimmages.
1: And I think that's wise, and I think that is really beneficial. I actually don't know how beneficial it is at the pro level. I think teams have gone back and forth about it. Like I know Aaron Rodgers was against it this off-season, but I know when... I was refing, going to scrimmages was really great for all the above. And now I was dealing with middle schoolers and high schoolers. But it was great for the refs to be out there practicing, viewing things, seeing things. But it was really great for head coaches just to see how things worked. They could call free foreign timeouts to go out and discuss things, see if something wasn't working right, align something differently. I think that's very intelligent. So that's how I would like to see that go. I guess I'll just dabble into it. I think expanding the postseason would be Fascinating. I don't know necessarily what that would mean. I haven't heard about that. I don't even know what the picture would look like. I'm not opposed to it. Um with that being said. They would either have to they would either have to add enough teams so that
0: the bye week could stay, or they would eliminate a bye week in the playoffs and just add two more teams to each side.
1: Okay. I mean So that
0: there would just be two more games. This is one that I am very opposed to. I think the NFL postseason is great. Okay. I think that it's nearly perfect. There are a lot of other postseason formulas that I really don't like. Uh, I don't really l- love the NBAs. I don't understand hockey. Uh, and I don't care <laughs> about baseball. But I, I think that the NFL does it right. Where You, you, win, you win your division. Because uh, the division in the NFL matters the most out of any sport. Like yeah. the other sports divisions don't really matter so much, especially not in the NBA. In the NBA, it's just if you're one of the best records in your conference, then you go. Although they've been talking about in the NBA expanding just to do a 16-team playoff tournament with no conference. There's the 16 best teams. That's exciting. So it'd be 14 Western Conference teams and 40. <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> two Western And the East is Eastern growing countries. a little bit. Yeah, they are. But regardless, this is impossible. Yes. But yeah, I, I, that's 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 something that I would be against. I really love the idea that you win your division, you're in, you have a home playoff game. Regard and a lot of people will harp on the the seven, eight, and one Carolina Panthers that won the division. Yeah, you, you won, know I'm in that. But they that want field. a playoff game. They people will talk about the seven to nine Seattle Seahawks. They want a playoff game. So I, I know that I know that that sucks every now and then. But those are outliers, and those teams actually end up having performed well in the playoffs. So but again that's that's a part that I wouldn't want to see. I'd be okay with another game or two though.
1: So let's just some like pitch a, pitch an idea here for you. Just we're we're spitballing, we have we have some time. So what would you say to you'd have to have four teams to mm-hmm. get two more in. So we have like a mini week between the end of the regular season and and for teams where they didn't win the division but they have better records than teams that are already in the playoffs what if they play to get into the playoffs
0: that sounds awesome
1: <laughs> that
0: sounds awesome so you're so, saying so you're saying like the year that the year that Seattle went wasn't that the year that Tampa Bay went 10-6 and six and didn't make it because they didn't win the division? Or there was a year where Tampa Bay went 10-6? and six. There isn't. Yes. It's, yes. Let's, say, let's say that was the
1: same year. It's, I don't think it is. But let's just say it. So We're making hypotheticals. So teams. you're saying that Tampa Bay would have to play Seattle and the winner goes to the playoffs? Not necessarily. Well, because Seattle, they won the division. Right. So they're in. Right. But there are teams that have better records that could be in the playoffs but aren't. So what if those two teams – well, you'd have to have four because you need to have it all be equal – Get to play each other to see if they can earn a spot. So this, this is a completely that's weird I, idea. So this, is
0: the, this was the 2010 season. I want to say I want to look at the NFL records from 2010. Like I want to look at this. All right. Want to um, take a time let's out? Go, to stat guy. All right. All right. So this was the year Seattle was seven to nine and they won the NFC West. Beast. Teams, team that that got not made it was ten. And, the ten and six Giants didn't make it. Okay, the, uh, but the ten and six Packers did make the wild card. Chicago won the division that year. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at 11-5 did make it. Obviously, they, they lost. And this was the year the Tampa Bay Bucks also went ten and six. So the Bucks and the Giants both went ten and six, missed the playoffs because a the New Orleans Saints weren't a division winner with eleven wins. And B, the Seattle Seahawks won the division at seven and nine. So, what you're saying is you would like to see a tournament that involved the Giants and the Bucks to get into the playoffs? Right.
1: I'm not exactly sure how the seating would work. You right. have to figure some things out, but I think it'd be fun where it's two teams that won ten games. Yeah. Very deserving to be in the playoffs. Without a they doubt, they play each other to see if you can earn a spot.
0: I think that's really cool. I would love that. I mean, obviously, you have to work. I out, have no idea how it works. You have no idea how it works exactly, but obviously, you have to work out some kinks. But I think that's a great idea. I think it's an awesome idea. And and we're looking at this like this was a year. So there was two ten and 10-6 teams that didn't make it. In there were two ten and six teams that won their divisions in the AFC that year. Sure. So well, that was
1: back. The AFC used to not be much of
0: anything. So. Well, that was that was the, <laughs> Indy went ten and six and won, and then Kansas City went ten and six. I think that was uh, Matt Castle. For,
1: I think yeah, it, I think so because the Chiefs. I remember that game. But yeah, like I said, I. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. And, I would love I, when fans would love. And it. when talking about that, that is something where you give playoff teams a little more time off, it's, but it also yeah. that adds a week of football when taking preseason football away. But it's going to make it a lot more interesting for fans to and watch make more money the preseason game. The
0: NFL will make more money from it,
1: I guess. And, and you still keep the incentive to
0: win your division because it guarantees you a spot in the either the playoffs or the play-in game regardless of how right. that would work, but it's still guaranteed. So I, you keep the value of the division without ruining it. Because, again, like I said, I love so much that the divisions are so valuable in the NFL. I think that makes so much – I think it's huge reason for the popularity of the sport because when you play a division game, it means so much. Okay. And people get so excited about it. That's not something that you have in a lot of other sports. Like when – I can't even tell you teams that are in the same divisions in in the NBA. It's not like oh, here's a division game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, those are exciting in the NFL because often, like, so the Bengals and Steelers are both zero and three, and they're both fighting for their season and their division opponents. So regardless of what the
1: teams are like, you know it's going to be a close game. It's going to be uh, people. That's I heard people, people talking about last night that be about game how it's going to be awful, but I think it's going to be exciting. It's so, just it's fun. It I think it's a great weight. idea. You should be running the NFL. Well, I have no idea how <laughs> that would even work out and merit each other, but it was just a fun little pitch. Absolutely. Well, those are my
0: cold reads, and then it went over to me. So it's your
1: turn. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about some rookie quarterbacks. So we talked so last week. I talked about how I was very excited for changing the guards, and there was there were three quarterbacks, three rookie quarterbacks, two got their first start and got their wins. Daniel Jones in New York. There was. Kyle Allen in Carolina. I know Gardner Minshew wasn't his first start, but he got a win. So that was rookies, his first start was his true first start? Yeah, he came in for the injured Nick Foles, didn't he? Oh no, you're right.
0: He did start
1: against Houston in week two. Never yes. mind. Okay, second start, second start. But still, he he Almost got a won win. His first time. It was a good. It was a, that was an odd Roxy game. <laughs> so talking about this changing the guard and quarterback. So who do you think continues on a? Hot streak here, if any, who, I mean, Kyler Murray, he's he's still looking for his first win. Is this a week to pull it out? What do you see? Talk about the rookie quarterbacks. What do we see moving forward this week? And that's the first part of the question. Okay. Adding on a second layer here, the game that Daniel Jones is playing in, do we see another one of those rookies come in?
0: No, we don't do that one.
1: Okay. Case Keenum's going to play. All right. Is he injured? I mean, he's been injured throughout the week, but he he practiced this week I think as Case, well. I think Case is going to play. I think Jay
0: is committed. Jay Gruden is committed to at least the first half of the season to Case Keenum because he did say yeah, he did, and I liked the. I don't know exactly what the quote is, but I liked what he said about. He said, "I'm not going to pull a guy after three weeks with an entire new team, an entire new offense, and new guys throwing with them, who's not doing as poorly as everybody wants to make him to be." You know. But he
1: definitely retracted those comments a little bit. Did he? Well, after the game, he was like, no, this is it. And in the middle of the week, he's like, Haskins is going to get his shot. I mean, eventually. he will eventually. Well, he has to. I mean, does it have to? If we believe in Case Keenum, then you stick with your starter. What, what, what are you prolonging? If you're like, well, eventually Dwayne's gonna play. That's fair. Anyways, That's talk fair. me about. No, the, yeah. Let's get into that in a few minutes. Tell me okay. about rookie quarterbacks this week. I the, the intriguing, inter, interesting quarterback
0: class because I mean, we we're both on record talking about how much we think last year's draft class is gonna go down as one of the better ones. Uh, I think they'll be right up there with the, you know the. 2004 draft class, the the 83 draft class of quarterbacks. Cool, you know. So, but regardless, I digress. This is a, a, a fun a fun class. I think that a lot of these guys are going to get wins again this week. I think Daniel Jones is going to win again. I think that I I I. So it's your pal's pick is the Cardinals Seahawks. I'm picking the Cardinals to win at home. Okay. I think that Kyler has grown steadily each week. Maybe not statistically. But just the way I've seen him play, I think that he has grown in command of that offense and that team. And I think that that he pulls off a win this week. So I I think that, you know, it was funny that we came into this year of the quarterback class. They were talking about how it was one of the not-so-great ones in recent history. You know? And obviously Kyle Allen's not a rookie this year. He was in part of last year's draft class. Right. But Sorry, you're right. That's okay. I think of him as a rookie because he only had the one star. Right. But again, I I think that you know all these young guys. It's it's the most important thing is that it's really encouraging to see. There's a lot of young guys with some of them have star potential. Some of them have just starting staying power. And both those things are important in the league where we're about to lose a lot of really good quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I mean Drew Brees is is injured, and hopefully he'll be okay to come back and play forever because i love him but you know he's not gonna play forever tom brady eventually maybe hopefully will stop playing you know aaron Rodgers is getting up there yeah philip rivers eli manning was be- benched for the new guy so like, there are a lot of older guys who are kind of done and now all these young guys are coming in and i think it's so exciting to have this rookie class with with daniel jones and Dwayne haskins eventually who i think will be a pretty good starter and kyler murray you know there's these guys are, are good, solid quarterbacks, and, and Gardner Minshew, the legend. Um, and I think You know I'm all about the It's game. just so good for the league. It's so good for the NFL because people hate when backup quarterbacks come in, which drives me nuts, by the way. And I tweeted this on Sunday that I was pumped about seeing all these new guys play, and I said, you never want to see injuries, obviously. That's terrible. But one of my favorite things about football that you don't see – as much in other sports, I think. And you know, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, you don't see a lot of next man up every each and every week. But especially at key positions like the quarterback position. It happens every year. There's injuries, there's poor play. Backups get their shot in the NFL to play the most important position arguably in sports. And it's so exciting as a fan. And I there are a lot of fans who will be like, ugh Backup quarterbacks they don't even want to watch the game. It's silly. I'm like, but that's what it's so exciting because these guys get a chance to take that opportunity and run with it. Gardner Minshew did it. Kyle Allen did it. Daniel Jones did it. And, we'll, you know, we'll see if other guys are going to do it. But it's so good for the league to have these guys step up and be great.
1: Yeah, I love that. That was, that was very well thought out and very well said. So now you kind of alluded to it, but tell me – Again for the official record. So I yeah. know you said Daniel Jones is gonna win. Yes. You said Kyler's gonna get a win. Kyler's gonna get a win. who else? Uh, let's let's just throw. I'm gonna throw Allen and I know he's not a rookie last year, his rookie year, right? I don't think last year be. was his rookie year, yeah, and rookie so he started year. week he, he seventeen. Had, he didn't start last year. And but Yeah, I don't think he's
0: gonna win. I think Texans will win. Okay. So. I do think that it'd be a close game because of that. And I actually I have to double check on this. I'm not positive, but I think I don't have Gardner Minchia winning. <laughs> I, I, I think that – I think I have the Broncos winning that game. Okay. Uh,
1: okay. They are at, they're at
0: home. Um, I do. I have the Broncos winning at home against the although I would like to see it happen. But, yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
1: All right. So let's uh, – I'm going to dive into something else here. Transitioning, we talked about that rookie draft class last year yeah. and the number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, was expecting to take – that second year step expect, expectations yeah. were sky high for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they sure. are sitting at one and two right now. Their one win was over the New York Jets, uh, led by Luke Falk. That's another. Trevor uh, Simeon. Well, kind of, for a little bit, <laughs> a tiny short bit. Poor kid. What's going on with Cleveland, man? Freddie Kitchens came under a lot of, of backlash and a lot of fire about his play calling and creating a, a draw on like fourth and eight. And people are asking him if he's going to change over the play calling duties to somebody else. And he said, no, tell me about your opinion right now in the state of the Cleveland Browns. So I quickly tried to pull
0: up some stats so that I don't sound silly, but I'm not that worried about the Browns. And I, this, this is really weird for me. I am just, I'm just coming to an aha moment. I'm normally the worrier for, how many times have I said I'm not worried on this episode in the last couple episodes? It's so weird. <laughs> That's true. Why am I not worried? I don't I'm know. I'm worried that I'm not worried. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what anxiety is. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, so I expected the Browns to come out slow. Okay. I really did. I mean I did think pick- Slow like this though?
1: This is not good.
0: I I didn't expect them to lose the way they did the first week, but I picked them to lose the first week. Um, obviously, we everybody picked them to beat the Jets, and they did. And I thought they would beat the Rams, but they were in that game the whole game. They did not get crushed in that game. Sure. And that's a hard loss. And I do think they're going to lose again this week, which is sad. I, I agree. So that's a 1-3 start. But I do think they win a handful of the, of the next couple of games after that, even though it's not easier. Like I think that I had the 49ers losing their first game on Monday night against the Browns, which is in two weeks. Okay. That was the first game I had 49ers losing, uh-huh. and then I I think they beat Seattle at home. I think they can upset the Patriots. I don't know if I would pick that, but I think that, that you know they win two in a row, then they get back, and that means they get back to three and three, and then they're sitting there, you know what I mean? But then I think they could beat the Broncos. I don't want to pick them against the Bills, but it could happen. Then they have the Steelers that they could beat. They have the Dolphins that they could beat. They have the Steelers again and the Bengals again. Like I think they're going to go on a run, whether it's five and zero or like seven and one you know what I mean? Like they or, or like five and two, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, those were three wildly different numbers. Uh but I'm again I think that this defense is really good. And they showed that when they were bad you know, obviously Cooper Cup went all over them. But the defense kept them in that game and they had a shot at the end of the game and there were some bad play calls. I'm okay if you lose by bad play calls. Because that means that, that that's the most correctable thing, in my opinion. You can learn how to make better calls. You can grow there. I get worried when you're losing games where you would just get crushed, when you are outmatched, when you are out talented in a way. And they have nev- that's not been the case. Week one, they got smashed in the mouth because they were feeling themselves too much. Yeah. They took care of the second and third string quarterback on, on Monday night last week like they should, which is good. And they had a fight against against L.A., one of the best teams in the NFL this past week. And they came up short of the goal line. But they were right there. And I expect and believe that Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield will get that fixed. I do. I, I, don't, I can't explain it. And, again, I pull up a couple of their stats just because Baker has 805 yards, three touchdowns, five picks, all five in the fourth quarter. I think that's, that's bad. That's very bad. But that is something that I do not expect. Baker to continue to do. I think that he had he's had three rough weeks in a row. I really do, and he, I mean he didn't have a pick in the fourth quarter or in the second game. He had three in the first game, which is bad, and he had two in this last game in the fourth quarter. Okay, and those are bad. I'm not. I'm not. But I don't expect Baker to be that. There was no. There was no. No. Uh, what am What's the word I'm looking for? There was nothing to suggest that that is who Baker was all last year. There was everything to suggest that he was Me the opposite of that. He did throw, like, 13 picks. He threw picks, but none of them were, like, crushing in the fourth quarter kind of picks. So, I'm I mean, just saying... Baltimore to the end the season. I'm just... That was a great play by Baltimore. <laughs> I'm just saying that I, I'm I'm not ready to hit that panic button yet. I would like them to see get Nick, Nick Chubb more involved. Uh, he does have four yards of carry, but at 233 yards. So, it's not terrible start to the season, but I think that, you know... He, they can afford to give him the ball some more as well.
1: Oh, I, uh, I agree. I'm a big Chubb fan, and I think he is a very, very good running back. With all that being said, I, I hear you, and I, I feel what you're saying. I just think this is, this is not good for the Cleveland Browns. And I'll say it, I'll say it for this reason. I pumped the brakes a long, long time ago on the Browns, and I remember being think. on the show when it was officially announced that Kitchens was hired yeah. as head coach. And I said this, I said they pulled a New England and a New England in reverse where New England always gets rid of the guy a year before they want to reach that contract or they think they're going to flame out. I think they hired Freddie Kitchens a year too soon because they were afraid he was going to be able to get something else. If he'd stayed an offensive coordinator, he would have gotten offers there. Mm -hmm. And I think we're seeing that big time Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. That right now, I just don't think he's ready to be an NFL head coach. Mm -hmm. He's going to learn, Mm -hmm. but right now he's just learning at the position, which is hard, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's going to translate to success this year. And so that's why we talked about the expectations of the Cleveland Browns so much going into the season Mm -hmm. because there were people hailing them as Super Bowl contenders and anything short of playoffs, people are going to be just lighting the city on fire where I don't think that should be the case. I think we both, we both said that, but that's just not how fandoms work. I think brighter days are ahead for Cleveland, but right now they have a head coach that's not ready to be a head coach. They have, I will say, stud, as in the swagger he brings, not necessarily always what he puts on the field, but they have a stud quarterback who I think is feeling too much pressure right now, and it's causing him to panic and not be clutch in key moments. Mm-hmm. And right now... That's what you're gonna you're gonna get out of it. If we get to the show of week, so this is week four, then they have their
0: bye week. No, I would say so. If we get to the show of the week of the the, the Sunday, October twenty seventh, the show that week, the show we do that that that. It's like a month away is the Patriots game. If we get a month from now, and the Browns are one in five, I will recall them making the playoffs, and I will recall them being a good teams here.
1: So you feel, and I'm just bringing this up for the sake of discussion and argument, so you and we both project them to lose this week. That's 1-3. Yes. and three. Yes. You crucified me, and it's a recall for when the Steelers went 0-2. You're like, they can still make the playoffs at 0-2? You think somebody went in 3? That? Yeah, you were like, teams that start 0-2 have like a 10% chance. And I was like, I stick with it. Obviously, a lot of stuff. Well, no, changed. I'm saying that they have a chance. I'm just saying that I... I think a one and three, that's I mean obviously a lot like to, to happen. Look at it actually, but I don't everyone talks about like statistics like oh right. and two teams and then right. oh and three teams. No one ever says one and three teams. Right. right. So. Um I I
0: because I'm looking at their schedule and I think that they're gonna win seven of their last nine games. So if they get to a point where they're one and five, then I'm gonna be worried. But if they're two and four or, or what is it, if they're if they're yeah, if they're two and four, three and three then I don't worry because they're gonna still win 10 games. that's that's how I feel. okay and that's based that's based more on the what I'm looking at their schedule in, is and and less off of what I've seen so far. but I really really think that their defense is already legit and the offense just needs a little bit more time and I think and I think that 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 having the, having Rams Ravens back to back is not helpful. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I
1: commend you for saying that, okay. but I'm going to make you put up or shut up. I think oh, we're going to make go. our first bet oh, a of bet. Oh, our God. season. Oh, God. And it's going to well, be... Well, this is going
0: to be an interesting bet, though, because I did say that if they're 1-5 when they beat the Patriots, that...
1: Right, but I'm not allowing you to get that far into it. We need to do it right now. So okay. we, need to, <laughs> we need to do it right now. It can't be like, 1-5, they're not going to make the playoffs. No, it's going to be right now. So <sighs> are you saying that the Cleveland Browns make the playoffs right now? Can I, can, I, can we go to Stack Guy for a sec? It's more of a timeout than Stack Guy, but yeah. All right. Okay. We're back. So,
0: I wanted to pull up the whole if the season ended today thing that they have on NFL Network. To Is whatever. that really a thing already three weeks into the season? Yeah. <laughs> you can pull up the playoff picture and it hasn't. Right now, the Bills are the fifth seed. Hooray. Uh, at 3-0. <laughs> but, regardless. So, I actually thought we had the win on tiebreaker right now, but I digress. They score more points. It has to be them, right? I but anyway, so the Browns right now would be the ninth seed. Excuse me. The teams ahead of them are the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Colts. Yes.
1: All right. So the Cleveland Browns, the, the make, Browns make the playoffs. Make the playoffs.
0: I, I. Not worried about those teams. I, I'm obviously high on the Titans, uh, but I see the Titans winning their division and having the Texans be that. So I, again, I a lot of weird stuff has happened. I'm saying today, yes, I think they win either. I, I, I'm not picking them this week, but they're going to win either this week or next week. They're going to win one of those games. Okay. They'll. I think they'll be three and three when they face the Pats, and I think they're going to win seven out of their last nine. So that puts them at like ten wins. Okay. I I, I think they're going to have ten wins, and I think they'll they'll sneak into the playoffs at six seed
1: alright so I'm going to say they don't make the playoffs okay. I don't believe in that I've been pretty big on that train uh, you, have. you have to begin with yeah so uh, do you have a, a bet in mind I do I just oh, want to see if you have go. something oh my god you had it ready to go I mean it's it's a fun thing there's nothing <laughs> too dumb. about it we still haven't paid up it. the dinner
0: bet we've done everything else you're right, right. you still, still owe me bet. dinner
1: yeah. and a song I did
0: buy you dinner at Otis 12 last well, week well that was like a payback for okay. bought us <laughs> pizza so don't pull don that do you have an idea that I you want to pitch? I don't. I, you have something and I want
1: – whenever
0: anybody says I have something, but to you, I'm always like way more interested in the person who had it right All up. right.
1: So obviously this is – this will be after the season. Correct. Uh, whoever loses – It will actually probably be around New Year's. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean we'll, – we, We'll know the playoff picture. It could be earlier. It <laughs> could be. But we can wait until after the season to do okay. the better. We can do it whenever we find out. Okay. We are going to do a a classic uh, pie in the face. Oh, I love it. I actually love it. I think it's (laughs) awesome. Do I get to choose the pie? Does the pie get to choose what pie it well, is? Well, I mean, if you want to buy a pie, I guess. I was just going to put some whipped cream in a tin can. Like, oh, really? Well, I'm, I'm poor, but if you want to buy a pie to waste, go feel free. If you lose this bet, I'm baking you a pie and shoving it in. <laughs> okay, well, it's got to cool down. That's my rule for that. can you can't be like, okay, here's our hot pie. <laughs> <laughs> we just exploded the microphone, oh. but... It's all right. We'll shake on it. All right. The gentleman's agreement. Here we go. Perfect. This is going to be so funny That's when I our, get first, first, I our first, It's our first bet of the season. We'll put it online for you guys to see. Oh, So, yeah, you can chime in and see uh, who you agree with. I feel like I'm going to get crucified because we have so many Cleveland fans. We do have a lot of Cleveland us, so. fans that
0: listen. But there are a
1: lot of people <laughs> who aren't high on Cleveland that listen. I know Mike Mekas has probably thrown them in the trash can already. <laughs> but regardless... Uh, cool. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have any more cold dreams? Uh, I did, but I forgot my third one. That's so. okay. That's
0: okay. I think we talked a lot about that.
1: So, you know what? Some good stuff. You know what, what are, You know it's time for? It's time for some. Pals Picks! Oh, yeah! You know what was odd about that? Is yeah. for a hot second that I thought, for some reason, when I was like, how does this go? Like, I thought I was the one that did, like, the low voice for some reason. Oh, really? I don't know why. Like, I was like, Pals Picks! <laughs> Pals Picks! Oh! <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, don't know why I thought that, but I'm glad we got on the same page, on, I love it. Very live and quick, you know. So a fascinating weekend for Palsticks. Oh yeah. So I I really called it. You did. You really. I said it. I'm gonna go. Oh, and (laughs) three. That's what happened. Got a little overconfident myself. I was like the Cleveland Browns (laughs) getting a little overconfident and falling on their face. So the score is so much closer than I'm comfortable with. Same
0: was five five, five and one to two and four last week. Now it's five and four to four and five.
1: Yeah, very intimidating. Very daunting. Within the
0: the margin of error. That it is.
1: So it's exciting. That's what Pal's Picks is all about. Absolutely. So it's my turn to
0: go first for
1: the picks. So I'm going to give you your games here. Dive into this. Ready to go? I'm ready. Game number one. Adam's game of the week, Titans at Falcons. Titans at Falcons. Definitely going to go with the at-home Atlanta Falcons, okay. which doesn't help my Cleveland Browns case, but <laughs> feel good about this Falcons team. I know they lost Keanu Neal, which is just heartbreaking. One of my favorite safeties in the game. This yep. dude just can't stay healthy yep. lately, and I don't know what that means for the trajectory of his career path. Yep. You I hope, hope it's not bad, time. but yeah, I still feel, like, especially being at home, I don't think – that this Tennessee defense, which is good. You have to applaud them. They're not bad, but I don't, I'm don't. i definitely not as high on them as you are. And I know you got really excited about the defense week one after their performance at Cleveland, but you can definitely pick on that Cleveland offensive line, and Tennessee did. Falcons' offensive line's not great, but I do feel like they just have the weapons that Tennessee can't contend with. So okay. I'm going to feel Matty Ice, the matchual at home. Okay, love you. As they continue trying to get on track. Seattle travels to Arizona... Sorry against the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going with, I know you said that you had Kyler Murray winning, winning this game, getting his first win. I don't, not against this team. I just feel like the Arizona, I'm not necessarily worried about their offense, uh, their air raid, but I don't think you're going to be able to just contend with the offense of Seattle, having their dink and dunk offense. I've said it almost every time that you've given me a Seattle game, and Russ, I trust He yep. hasn't screwed me yet too many times. So I I feel really good about Russell going in. And the thing is, I like thinking about it this way. This is just interesting. So obviously, the Cardinals are home. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson will played more games in that dome than Kyler Murray. He's more familiar there than Kyler is. So it's not – obviously, there's a home crowd and noise and everything. But talking about familiarity, I'm not not concerned. If
0: Seattle wins the Super Bowl this year, I'm – going to make you a shirt that says In Ross, I trust. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Because you say it every time. I (laughs) like that. I like that. So the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football face the Drew
1: brees New Orleans Saints. I know. This would have been such a fun, fun game. And we talked about it earlier if Drew Brees was in the game. It would be a lot harder to pick, in my opinion, if that were the case. But I do see the Cowboys winning this game. I think it's going to be a lot tougher of a matchup than... Cowboys fans are thinking and based on things that we've talked about and we've seen and read and heard from other people I think people are thinking this is just going to be a rollover of the Saints I'm picking so this this is backwards thinking so here we go uh Maybe this is a little bit of a, a mini rant per se. I'm picking the Cowboys, but I'm rooting for the Saints, okay? So I'm going with what my mind says is okay. the the pick, but my okay. heart is rooting for the Saints. The reason for uh-huh. that is I don't know if you saw this article and I didn't uh-huh. see too much about it, I just saw the headline. DeMarcus Lawrence came out. Yeah. He said he wanted to go in and show the Saints nation we dat. And I hated that. I hate I talked to you Why all the time. You're I talk about this is from a, a marketing standpoint. Yeah. I'm a marketing communications guy. I hate when rival companies completely diss the said company. Yeah. That's the saints thing and you're disrespecting it and I hate that. Yeah. With that being said, I'm picking Dallas. Okay. I want New Orleans to go show you why they're America's team. Okay. All right. This is one of my upsets of the week. I think the Saints are going to win. I mean, I think
0: I guess, I, well, actually, ironically, for so for week week after week, we've been the same. I have picked. I pick. I'm picking all three of the opposite
1: teams. Okay. Well, there we go. Did you really agree with me? Did you have a really bad week last week with all my picks? Like I lost, so did you also do poorly in your week overall? I, I did. I went nine and seven overall. <laughs> <laughs> did you really agree with me on all of these? What, what was the? What were the games? I thought that there was, was one saying? that you disagree with me on the, the phone. You didn't you did pick you, the Giants? I didn't. Hold on. The so did you check the ones that you picked? Or the I checked wins? the ones that win. The dots are the ones that I, we pick.
0: Uh, I picked the Giants, but the rest of those picks I picked the same as you. So I did pick the Cardinals and the.
1: Alright, so, well, you know, maybe it's time for me to break away from the Rossi approval yeah, standpoint, right. and I'm fine with that. I like to forge my own path. Okay, Won't be shocked, though. I'll just talk a couple more minutes about this Saints-Cowboys game. I mean, obviously, being in New Orleans is huge, but I think about last year when they did have Drew Brees, and this defense shut that team down. Yeah, That was in Jerry World, and I realized that being in the, the Superdome is going to be huge, especially from a noise standpoint, but... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just feeling like I said, I'm rooting for New Orleans, but for the, the sake of Pals pick, I'm going with what I think is the more thought out answer, and that is just the more complete team and having your starting quarterback versus your backup is huge. Not I'm trying, I, I want I'm I've been trying to pull up Teddy Bridgewater. yeah, okay. Teddy Bridgewater
0: is eighteen and twelve as a starting quarterback. Thirty-one touchdowns, twenty-three picks. So I way better than people have been giving him credit for Still a young kid, still 26 years old, 26. So yeah. I, I think that, I think that this is going to shock a lot of fans. And again, if you looked at my picks, you, on I put them on Twitter. I did pick the Saints to, in the upset. I think that Kamara goes off.
1: I'm all for it, but I think this is one of the best linebacking cores that it Kamara's is. can. They it have is. the linebackers yeah. to contend right. with and, and defend Kamara right. well. So, all right. All right, gonna t- go with uh, turn it over to you. We're gonna get the Washington Redskins traveling to take on those New York Giants. You already told us what you thought, so just explain and dive into it a little bit more. Yeah, so uh,
0: I did. I, I messed up because I didn't want to say it beforehand because yeah, I kind of forced your hand on it, which a is little fine. Bit. Which is fine. But we can
1: dive into why.
0: But the Giants are gonna win this game, and I. I think it's gonna be a close game because it's one of those divisional games and, and a lot of times they are. I gave you all divisional games. But you did. And I believe I just believe that Daniel Jones is gonna be on a on a tear this the rest of the season. I don't I, I don't I don't think a tear in the way that they're gonna win the division or push for the division. I mean that he's gonna put up numbers like he put up last week against Tampa Bay and during the season. And, he, and, and by the end of this year, nobody will be questioning that Dave Gettleman took Daniel Jones. And then they're going to be heading into next year with picks and a full-off season with a quarterback. And, and their running back. They're going to get a big-time receiver. And next year, the, the Giants are going to push for this division. But I think, that, I think that Daniel Jones has a great game again. And I think Keith Keenum has a bounce back this week. I think that this is going to be a fun duel. I see this as like a twenty-seven, twenty-four game where the Giants win at the end
1: by by a field goal. So this is obviously something we didn't dive into to start off the episode, but it is big news that Saquon got hurt against Tampa yeah, out for four to six, or I've seen eight weeks. So I think that, be eight, that's yeah. hilarious that it's like I had a really funny joke on the radio. Is like, does do they do the doctors like work on like? Cable TVs like timetables because they always give like the really ridiculous windows of time, right? Four to eight weeks that's one month or two, like that's a huge (laughs) timetable of difference. Do you not see that being a huge detriment to a a young quarterback?
0: I do, but Wayne Gallman's better than people are giving him credit for. Sure, obviously, Saquon Barkley's the best running back in football, in my opinion, a generational talent, but I think that Gallman already. Gallman is talented enough that he was already getting snaps in games that Saquon was playing. So he's talented enough to hold the ship down. And I just think this quick passing game with Daniel Jones is going to be great. And well, that fits Gallman's stag. He's a great receiving back. He's a good receiving back as well. And so, you know, this is their last week without Golden Tate. They get Golden Tate back next week. Sterling Shepard's back healthy. Guys are getting back healthy. They have Evan Ingram, who's a beast uh having a great season and I think he continues as well again I just I think I, I'm I like the this,
1: this Giants offense
0: and I like Daniel Jones a lot
1: I will uh yeah cool All right so this is uh the Peace Day resistance I was excited for this one because uh we have a little bit more time we're coming up but we're doing pretty well on time I want you to dive into this game and break it down for me the New England Patriots, 3 0, travel to take on in Orchard Park your Buffalo Bills. I talked about what I expected from this game. Tell me what you see. So, I w- I do want to say this right off the bat. I was very
0: upset last weekend when you said that you wanted us to lose because you needed Adam to come down. <laughs> and you talked about how upset you were with me that I was I didn't getting say to it pop was you. so
1: upset with and you. And I
0: got very sad at myself. And so I told myself I wasn't going to talk about this game during this episode, and then you gave me the game. And then I was just going to... Well, I don't mind you talking about game. And, the and then I was just going to pick it and move on, and then you asked me to dive deeper. I want you to dive into it. The Bills are going to win this game. That's okay to say. The Bills... The, Bil- the Bills... Are the toughest team that the Pats will have faced all year. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's really up for debate. Oh. Um I also feel like the Patriots are going to be the toughest. Exactly. Team to the Bills, Again, exactly. And I don't want to. And, and I think this was almost this was almost when I rants was every there are a couple outliers of people that are actually picking the Bills because uh, I think it's a great upset pick. We're at home. We're three and zero. We're fired up. We're ready to go. We're at full health. New England's a little banged up on their line. Isn't it like a full touchdown spread, too? Aren't it's, they like it's, seven it's points? Seven points. Wow. But uh, what I'm upset about is so many media markets are saying, I don't, or first take was like, I don't give a damn about the Bills. They're, they're, they're terrible. And did the guy Stephen Jones said that? Stephen A. He, Stephen A. Stephen, Stephen A. Did Smith? say He's like, I don't give a damn about the Buffalo Bills. Dang. Yep. Well, that's one of your
1: boys. And then Max Kellerman <laughs> was
0: like, I haven't seen anything from Josh Allen to see if he's going to be a good quarterback yet. Which, well, that hurt.
1: But I've heard such... Uh, never mind. I'm
0: just saying that there, there have been a lot of media outlets who are totally dismissing this game. Now, a lot of people aren't because it's smart to build it up. Even if it's not going to be a good game, you should build up 3-0 versus 3-0. For the, no, absolutely. You know I mean? But there are so many people t- discarding the Bills, and I think the Bills are eating it up. And I think that they, they're going to look at it all week. And my, my biggest thing about this game is that every time the Bills have played the Pats the defense has caught with Sean McDermott. Now there's not a lot of games. It's only 4 games so far. Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier have harassed Tom Brady in those games and he's thrown a ton of picks in those games. And I just see Buffalo playing a clean game offensively and that might mean that might mean that we don't score a ton of points. It might mean that we do on third down take either take the sack or take the throw away. Or the check down and just leave the guy another down, because that's a very Sean McDermott thing. But I think there's gonna come a point in this game where Tom Brady just gets hit so many times that he makes the bad throw and the pick happens. And I I I think it's gonna be a close game. I don't see it going to the twenties. I see like a seventeen fourteen game. Alright. And I see Buffalo winning it back close.
1: And again, I Oh well, that's a rusty game right now. Yeah, there, and so. I said
0: and I said I said I said I didn't want to go into it because I don't want to – I'm trying very hard not to get normal Adam where I'm like, Yerr! you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get that way. I want a silent confidence about this game, and I'm picking this game because I, I believe that it's going to happen. I think that Devin Singletary is going to play. He practiced full today. He was not limited at all. I, he's questionable, but I think he'll play. Taron Johnson, our slot corner, second year, very good corner. I, he's questionable. He practiced full today. I think he's going to play. Same with John Feliziano, our guard practice full. I think he's going to play. I think all these guys are going to play. I think Allen plays a clean game. I think Singletary and Gore have a huge day running. And I think that, you know, not that Brady's going to have a terrible day, but I think that they're going to run into problems when Jardavio shuts down Josh
1: Gordon and Edelman gets shut down by Levi Wallace. All right. I like that. I thought that was one of the more confident, well-spoken Bills rants you've gone on. Again, again, I appreciate I, I don't it very wanna, much. Again,
0: and I, I, I wanted, I, I, also wanted to just, like, I, I don't think, I don't think that that's
1: a Adam's crazy pick. I think that, no, not whatsoever, what I mean? not whatsoever. <clears throat> Move on to our last and final pick here. The last divisional game to give you the Minnesota Vikings traveling to take on those Chicago Bears. Both two and one teams. They saw Green Bay go down on, on Thursday. Obviously, Green Bay has the, the tiebreaker on them from losing, but they're trying to gain some ground on that division. I think the Vikings are going to win. Ooh, I think the okay. Vikings are
0: going to win. Um, And I, I – this Bears defense is amazing, but I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky. No, I don't think he's as terrible as people on Twitter will say, but <laughs> – I don't know. Mitch looked pretty good on Monday night. Against Washington. Which is a better team than most people will give them credit for as well. But he looked good to start the game against Washington. And then Washington made a roaring comeback. And <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to win this game. We're going to have to buy Washington jerseys. Um, Nobody knows what that meant. but Regardless. I, <laughs> I see the Vikings winning this one by like seven or eight points. I think that. Uh, Dalvin Cook gets, gets. I don't think Dalvin Cook has the 100 yards, two-touchdown game that, you know, the, the reward that he's having. I think he has a game where maybe like 60 to 75 yards, but that every single one of those yards is valuable. It's not like he got eight on a draw play when it was second and 25, something like that. I think that they're going to be like first downs, moving the chains, touchdown, and I think that Kirk is going to come out and he's going to ball, and I think Kirk is going to Be running down the tunnel saying you like that.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. I respect that a heck of a lot. Mm -hmm. Do a quick recap. So I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons over the Tennessee Titans at home. Taking the Seahawks over the Cardinals in their home. And then I'm taking them boys (laughs) over the Saints on Sunday night. And I have the Giants at home against Washington. I have the Bills upsetting
0: the Patriots at home. And then I have the Vikings traveling into Chicago, beating the Bears. The Bears.
1: The Bears. All right, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. All right. You ready to do some? Friends, four and I have a, fortune. a five-second question. Oh, okay.
0: I played twice in fantasy this week. Did so I beat you? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's finally time. It's you, finally. Which time. is really funny,
0: though, is last time we thought that was going to happen, you ended up beating me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I. Uh, I feel. I feel like that. Is it weird we're that fighting, I almost want over. to
0: lose? Because it's so funny that I still <laughs> have you. You were, like, you guys people been playing fantasy football since, like, 2013 together. It's been a long time. So,
1: like, I'm probably, like, 0 and 50. I don't know about 50, but...
0: But I'm, like, 0 <laughs> in a lot. 0 and a lot.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I I feel... Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll the magic first. of fantasy football is on my side still. Right. Yeah, I can go first. Okay. Get the heck out of here. Oh, okay. I'm going to get the mic over here close to me so Adam's not hogging it the entire time. All right, the door's been shut. My friend's fortune is real clean and simple this week, and it is. Adam's already said it's not going to happen. Dwayne Haskins is going to come into this game. He's not starting Case Keenum's the starter, but they're not going to perform well. They're going to see all the momentum and the, the jazz that Daniel Jones is bringing to that team. Jay Gruden's finally going to pull the plug and say, go and get in there, kid. Show him why you're the better quarterback. I don't think that means a win, but he's going to play. All right, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. So,
0: this week, again, I try to look up the NFL records. If anybody has NFL records book or something that they can just buy us, that'd be really nice. But, <laughs> so... I think this week, if you follow along on my picks on Twitter, this kind of gives it away because I'm sticking with these picks, um, but this week is going to be dubbed Upset City, baby. We're going to have eight upsets this week. Now, I checked the point spreads, the Vegas point spreads, and that means that there are going to be eight teams who were not favored with the point spreads. Now, there's a couple of them that are like three points, two points, six points, but still there will be eight teams this this week eight or i would say eight or more but i i find it hard to believe there'll be more but there could be so i'm gonna say eight plus games this week that will be upsets this obviously includes the bills who i just picked and the vikings who i picked as well so i think that there will be eight
1: or more teams this week that get the upsets all right there we have it friends fortune for another week a couple things just to throw out there real quickly. Uh, we were talking about Devontae Adams. I just read a report that oh. it's not believed to be serious. Okay, that's good. So if he does miss time, it's not expected to be good. like a turf toe injury. They do have the Thursday night football mini buy, so they don't play nice. a game for another nine d- days. Excuse me, I some hiccups. Nice. And then another little uh, tidbit, if you will, Jay Ajayi has officially informed all NFL teams that he's been medically cleared to play football again. So that's been a a semi-big name at running back that's been out of football. Tampa Bay. Could see him coming back here soon. Or the Giants, maybe. Would be terrible. Mm. Or the (laughs) Buffalo Bills. They could use some more running backs. Uh, We only have three running backs on our roster right now. All right. Any tidbits for you, my friend? No, I don't have any tidbits. I do have a couple things
0: I want to say for the podcast though. No, I, I said this on last week's episode. This is something that you know I want to get better at. This is mostly on me because I run the social media for the most part. But uh, trying to get us to market a little bit better, get some more, more listeners in here. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or even if you're not, if you could go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us. Uh, you know preferably a nice review but it doesn't even have to be it also doesn't have to be long it just be good period if you want i don't know i don't really thumbs up emoji say good period but if you <laughs> but the more reviews we get the 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 be, the algorithm changes so if we get like 15 reviews and somebody types in sim then we would show up on the bar it just it, it it's based off of reviews and That's things fair. like that, that. Makes sense. so if you guys could just we'd really appreciate it if you would go and just leave a review and I think that would be very helpful for us. We're also going to be looking into a lot of other cool ideas to expand. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Maybe we'll do some some cool Patreon stuff, do some bonus content. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that. But Stuff's I mean, on the table, might right? Be now. On the horizon. Uh, also, check out the Pocket Podcast Network. Check out what else should we check out? You have any other shout outs?
1: You're a good kid. Oh. No, I don't have shout outs. You're a great kid. The hiccups. Just trying not to talk too much. You see the hiccups. Yep, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Anyways, anything, anything I want you to talk about. <laughs> anything else you want to say? I'm good. I'm looking forward to week four of football, and it should be a lot of fun. We'll be at a show for for a chunk of it, but get back and, and enjoy the rest. So. absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy week four. God bless.